99% of people say that family is the most important thing in their life. Yet, building a harmonious family can be a challenge to many of us. So many questions we have no answers to. In this podcast, I, Nevena Bajalac, Dubai's number one harmonious family expert and coach, author and speaker, interview parents around the globe so you can hear the real stories, experiences and struggles parents face. Every guest will, will share with us a unique discovery about parenting, something that nobody told them about. And I will also share with all of you unique tools, strategies that you can use to enjoy parenting more and building that harmonious family you have dreamed about. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the new episode of Building a Harmonious Family with Nevena Bajalat. And today we have a special guest. Uh, we have a mom uh, called Lina Zohagib, and Lina is Lebanese-Canadian living in Dubai. And she's a super mom because she is a cancer survivor. Lina is a founder of Yogi Truck, and she's teaching yoga and meditation for cancer uh, patients and in recovery. Um, and currently she's on maternity leave. Her baby is seven months, but she's going to today share with us her journey. And she was diagnosed with cancer, stage two cancer, um, uh, after uh, three years ago, after getting married and after she finished her recovery uh, and, and her therapy, she stayed pregnant. Uh, even so many doctors told her it's going to be difficult for her. So I'm super excited to welcome Lena today. And I'm very excited and grateful that you can also hear her story because she is such an inspiration and she helps so many people uh, going through similar uh, struggles. So Lena, welcome to the show. Thank you for being here. Thank you, Nevena, for inviting me. <laughs> it's a pleasure. So I would like to start. Uh, I would love, first of all, um, uh, for you to start with your journey. Where were you before you became a yoga instructor? Where were you, you at the time when you were getting married, before you were diagnosed with cancer? And then let's talk a little bit more about that struggle as well, um, you know, going through that pain and shock and, and so on. Yeah, sure. So basically, just a kind of a quick glimpse, uh, just before yoga and medi before I started getting into yoga and meditation, I have been uh, in Dubai for the past uh, 13 years. I worked in media uh, for that time as well. But at certain point in my life I kind of far, like I had this dark moment in my life and uh, due to a heartbreak I was I moved alone in Dubai and I had a very horrible story that really uh, kind of led me to uh, you know when once you encounter these kind of issues it's either you choose a really dark way or you choose to heal uh, for me it was a healing process and this is how I it started my journey in yoga and meditation started back in 2009 so I wanted to get out of this dark space with me and I just wanted to find that uh, peace within and a friend of mine introduced me to yoga and meditation even though I, I was like oh, oh no you're gonna take me to those classes they do this all day and no it's not me but then when I started going regularly and I felt um, it's really working. I, I'm getting really um, uh, positive and I got really slowly out of this dark space within. Um, 
years carried on and I started getting more in, more involved uh, with yoga and meditation. So I used to use all my holidays to just go on yoga retreats. And a few years down the line, um, like mm -mm, this is calling me more on a deeper level. So I want to, so I quit my job back in 2014. I moved to India and I got, uh, I stayed there for almost a year, just learning. I, I went to stay in an ashram uh, and was studying all about yoga and meditation. And that was the, one of the most amazing journeys in my life because, um, well, I spend all that time for me to dig deeper and to kind of get rid of all the things that doesn't serve me. Uh, and I just wanted to be a better human and just to kind of live my life in a positive way. This is in a nutshell. So once I was in that uh, uh, yoga and meditation teacher training, uh, a calling came to me about, because I was living out like still like part of me, like wanted to stay in the UAE, but I was kind of getting to know more myself and what do I really need to do? So uh, during my meditation, this idea of yogi truck came, um, came along. Like, I'm like, okay, I live in the UAE where at that time, the outdoor community and yoga was not that yet explored as much as these days. But I'm like, I love, I love exploring outdoors and I love yoga and meditation. I wanna combine all in one. So after this, um, a training, uh, I moved back to the UAE and I started Yogi Truck. So the truck is basically just a truck. And uh, the whole idea is basically, I wanted to keep moving similar like what we do in life. We keep moving in life. We never like, even you settle in one place, but at one point you're gonna keep moving into another, whatever. So I'm like, similar to the Yogi Truck, the, the concept is it's a moving kind of studio going to exploring outdoor outdoor spaces from in the different emirates uh, combining them with outdoor activities to do yoga and meditation for example i used to do um uh, yoga like sunset uh, sunrise yoga and meditation by the beach after that we have breakfast and a dip in the sea and it's all about kind of the community coming together sharing so it's not just the yoga and meditation it's just kind of gathering um, similar people who have this similar mindset or wanting to get to know other people not just meeting in clubs and stuff like that you know and um, I would do uh, sunset yoga and meditation with a dip in the sea and we have dinner at the beach or um, or uh, activities around the desert or hiking, cycling, all combined with yoga and meditation. In 2017, I got married and just, so that was three years ago, and just a few weeks after I got married, uh, I started having these, um, I started being extremely dizzy and, um, so I, I felt unwell somehow, but I, I, at that time I'm like, oh, wow, maybe I'm pregnant, you know, it's maybe a typical thing that would come to the mind. But then I noticed a lens popping in my neck. Um, so that was a bit off to me. And I had to go check it out. And of course, um, I thought I'm going to go for an hour checkup. And then I ended up staying the entire day at the clinic. And... I felt so scared, of course, at that time. And uh, um, 
the doctor said we need to do a biopsy once they did the test and i'm like all these terms are kind of new to me and i'm like okay uh, uh but since my family is not here, uh, my family lives in Canada, my husband's family live in Beirut, they told me, come and do the biopsy in Lebanon. Uh, so I went to do the biopsy in Lebanon. It took me six weeks to find out exactly what I, what I had at that time, which after six weeks of intense like visits to the oncology department and doing all sorts of tests, and it was the... One of the worst times in, in my life, for example, because it's like everything is uncertain. You're sitting waiting for the results to see. And then at that time, and they said, you might have cancer. And I'm like, why would I have cancer? And what's cancer? And I had no history, not in my family or in my circle of friends. So it's um, something scary at that time for me. And those six weeks felt like six years, I don't know, trillion years of my life, waiting for the results. When the results came, um, in a way, this, this six weeks was a curse and a blessing because um, while waiting, you have, I had to really practice all the tools and techniques that I had learned in my yoga to kind of settle down, relax, kind of think things through, uh, try to be as positive as I can because right away the mind would go, would choose to go the negative way because it's so easy for the mind to be negative. It's more difficult to be positive, by the way, yeah. because it's an extra effort, right? So every time I would catch myself in, in, that, in that moment of fear, I, I want to, I start shifting my thoughts to become more positive, to just kind of convince myself that even though I'm going to have to find a way to cope with it. Six weeks later, results came in. They said, Lena, you have non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, which is um, the tumor kind of built around the, the middle of the chest. And it was in, um, so it's, it's, it was still on a lymph uh, stage so it didn't go yet to any organs at this stage and I had um, uh, they told me I was in stage two of course at that moment in my life as well uh, you know um, all the terms everything are new to me so you can imagine the, the scary, the, like being scared, especially like I got married my thoughts is like okay I'm gonna start building a family like you know like what yeah. kind of we normally a, a new couple might might think of but this is when I said okay Lina maybe God wanted a different journey for me so let me just be open let me take this moment in my life as a gift from God to sit back relax and take it in in a positive way go through each day uh, for what it is and um, and uh, just yeah. Be be a witness because this is what we learn in meditation. You learn to yeah. be the witness of all these thoughts. You learn to be the third person to kind of step out of your body to watch all these thoughts, everything that's happening within you to kind of um, let go what's not serving you. And at that moment in my life, that I had no option but to be positive. I because, want to ask you. Yeah, I want to ask. Yeah. Because you were already a couple of years in yoga and meditation, you resigned from your job, and you would say, okay, I'm living a happy life, I'm in peace, and then I, I, I noticed that a lot of people that I spoke with in a similar situation, 
you know, they would say, oh, why is this happening now? I thought, you know, I'm in Zen state and so on. But I truly believe that our emotions are really causing our body to get sick. And also there is a gestation period. So if we experience something and we hold to something for so long, maybe it was five years ago, seven years ago, right? I want to ask you what, if you agree with me. This might result in this harmony in your body, right? This connection, uh, negative vibration. So now your body was getting sick, but by the time it came to show as a cancer, you know, it was years later when you think you were in a better state. I don't know if you agree. Absolutely. But I totally, totally agree. I totally agree. Uh, still, till today, you can like do all the research and stuff they still tell you there is no specific reason why people do get cancer but yet again they show that the stress that uh, people do live in uh, messes up with all your hormonal balances and with years you might this would be one of the causes and i would say for me it could be a accumulation of all these negative things that i had to deal with in the past one second uh, again for me this is what i what i thought because at these moments you start thinking why me why now my network i don't have anyone my family history all these things and you start feeling guilty or you start having all these questions in your mind uh, for me when i stepped back out of all this and trying to understand why did i get this cancer what did i do wrong uh, trying to observe the kind of lifestyle I used to live, maybe, and I and I understood that the pileup of the stress that I used to live all these years, at one point, you know, it had to explode and showed in in some kind of disease. This is a disease is something you're not at ease with. So yeah. all this disease that we go through, it showed at that time. And for me as well, I would also consider a sudden change of my uh, of my diet. I went uh, from eating normally usually to vegan, which and I've never done the right math for my food. So I've never kind of put um, uh, um, a formula, for example, for me to my intakes of protein, of carbs, of uh, of all the minerals, of all the iron, or all the zinc. Uh, Everything in my body was so, um, because two years before I was diagnosed, I started having a lot of um, uh, issues on my ovaries. And I'm like, okay, and the, ver the first thing for us women, it shows also in our hormones, the ovaries would be attacked at first, you know, because due to our hormonal imbalance. So I, I when I kind of got to step back and kind of witness to witness to see what has gone wrong in my lifestyle, I would say, hmm, I was negative for quite some time. Yes, I worked on it later on when I went to my yoga school and all that. But before that, where all this this distress go, you know, it doesn't just go by like this. The body will have to process it at some point. So all that my body was also stressed because of all the sudden shift to to my uh, to my nutrition, which I never compensated. I can never say uh, vegan diet is not right or any kind of diet. On the contrary, any kind of diet that you feel it's great for you, go ahead for it. However, do it in the right way. Uh, uh, supplement is important for you. The everything that 
you you have to kind of balance the intake whatever you used to have for example if you used to eat meat or chicken you need to compensate that in your vegan or vegetarian diet or any or or keto or any kind of diet that you do so because you don't want to harm or kind of ease your body slowly yeah. into shifting you don't do a, a sudden shift and i hope i answered you so that was for me yeah. maybe as well. yeah. yeah yeah well i want to go now into you now go through recovery um and because we are on a parenting podcast and you are a mom now so i would like to know how was now you're recovering and um you you told me it, it took one year to finish your treatments and everything and um i would like to know the tools and things that you use now as someone who studied meditation and yoga um that it helped you get your daughter because all the doctors will say obviously your body has been through so much exposed to so much it might be very difficult for you to have children and a lot of us are listening to what you know what's happening right we, we we don't use our imagination we don't use the power of our thoughts to create what we want but we are observing the circumstances so what are the tools and things that you did and what helped you stay pregnant and have your healthy daughter now uh can i just add something just before i i answer this question because what before before getting pregnant and before going there during my chemotherapy treatment again uh, for me uh, i ever since i started um shifting my lifestyle to a positive way positive lifestyle i just wanted to be in charge of my life i don't want to just go with the flow i just wanted to be the director of my life i wanted to say i choose this and i choose not to be here i choose to be here so from that moment i decided to shift to this kind of lifestyle I, I'm doing the same techniques and I did that during chemotherapy and nobody could think that I was doing a chemotherapy treatment. Everybody could say, wow, Lena, this is amazing. Like, what are, how, how are you always smiling? How are you coping with losing your hair and just, and this is because I, I choose to be in charge of me being happy. I choose that my thoughts, I can control my thoughts. I don't want my thoughts to control me. So on the chemotherapy bed, I was always doing my meditation. I was doing always doing my, my, my mandala coloring, which helps in focusing and concentration, not to let your mind uh, be a monkey mind going all over the place. And fast forward, after I finished my treatment, uh, this is where I visited the gynecologist and I said, listen, uh, next, I want to be pregnant, and of course, like every every gyno would say, okay, we need the ovulation date, all that. They said they told me uh, you need first of all to wait one year after your chemotherapy just to make sure all these chemicals are out of your body. So I waited one year. After one year, when I started going to the gyno to help me with the with uh, being pregnant, they could say first the first thing that that got. Um, I would say compromise during uh, my chemotherapy is my cycle. My cycle kind of, I'm not going to say stopped. I started having my cycle back after three months of chemo, but from that time, it was never consistent. And of course, you, we all know if you need to be pregnant, you need to have a consistent cycle, uh, the ovulation date, all these things. I didn't have that at all so when i went to the doctor and I said doctor could you please help me can you just at least give me the dates that i'm ovulating because i'm i don't know like i'm having crazy periods here and there i'm not really i don't know how to calculate it myself 
And she said the same thing. She said, Lina, you don't have a proper cycle, so we cannot give you the exact ovulation date. So you have to try your luck. I'm like, okay, great, leave it to me. <laughs> I, ever since I was committed, I would come home every day and sit in my meditation and I put my hand on my tummy and close my eyes and just visualize that I'm pregnant. I visualize that my belly is growing and I would just kind of get my hand away a little bit from my tummy. So in my mind, I'm pregnant. In my mind, I'm having a baby and I'm having a baby girl. In my mind, I kind of created the scenario that I want. <laughs> right? Maybe <I> goosebumps. <laughs> uh, even I tell the story, I have goosebumps, never I swear, because when people tell you no, it's for me, it encourages me to show them otherwise. I'm yes. like, you tell me no, I'll, I'll prove to you it can be otherwise. <laughs> With Serbian and Lebanese, we are very similar people. So we are the same. I'm like, I'm going to prove you wrong. I'm going to do this. And I love this because we, we are creators of our own life. It's just, we usually just go with the flow and what other people are saying, what our circumstances are, instead of, like you said, deciding to be director of your life to really create yeah. your life and we have that power yeah. we really yeah. do but we just don't tap into it we're not familiar with this topic and so on so tell us a little bit further so what's happening next how did you stay pregnant how long after so um just so so first of all so visualization was my ultimate tool in that moment to kind of visualize what I wanted. So once you want something, you have to be clear to tell your mind what you want. So if you don't know what you want, your mind, you will never get what you want. You, so first of all, my visualization was my ultimate tool for me at that time that worked because my intention was pure, was 100%. I wanted it so bad, I could see it in front of me. Second, uh, so three months later, I went for my checkup and I and I was telling the doctor, uh, I'm I'm my my period is late again. Um, she said, let's do let first do do the the the, the urine test and let, let's check. And I did the urine test and I I turned out to be pregnant. Even though I've tried all these kind of strips and like the ovulation strips, everything, nothing really, really, really helped me because it was never accurate for me. <laughs> so even the doctor had tears. She's like, oh my God, it worked. <laughs> so for me, after having this, of course, your mind is going to trick you. It's going to say, oh, now you got pregnant. You might lose. There is a very high risk for you to lose that baby because they tell you the first three months is very delicate. Um, I said, huh, really? You, I will prove you, my, I will prove my mind that I'm wrong. I kept doing the same yoga, the same yoga movement. And I do hardcore, like I do Ashtanga. Like at that time I was doing Ashtanga, which is really, it requires lots of physical strength. And I was training with a personal trainer. I never stopped anything i was doing um, my my full-time yoga i was doing my full-time training i was giving workshops in my yoga wheel during the first three months even when they told me it's delicate blah, blah blah i kept going i told my mind i am 
I am gonna continue to be pregnant, super healthy pregnancy, and I'll ever, I would see that during my meditation as well. So I kept at it all throughout my pregnancy, and I delivered uh, in April, this April 2020. So throughout my pregnancy, I was fit, I was eating healthy, I was living a normal life. I, of course, you're gonna have those what if my baby's gonna have cancer, all these things, I try to kind of deviate those thoughts to, um, I am healthy, I'm living the best life, everything, I would tell everything to my mind, everything positive that I wanna hear, that I wanna live. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah, your mind, your mind is always, it doesn't matter on which level of spirituality or on which level of, you, you think you're advanced in your, in your, positivity or whatever your mind is always gonna trick you and it's gonna play those uh, mind games it's gonna play those negative games it's up to you to choose to go that way or to go the opposite way <laughs> so in april i had my baby and, and it was in the middle of pandemic so how was that i mean <laughs> that again that again i was like oh my god it's a pandemic where i'm having and, and you don't know what the pandemic is it's the first time we encounter this in my lifetime at least for now so you don't know how and i said god chose me to be pregnant at this time god chose me to be to have this baby i'm gonna it's gift so you you start seeing whether you're sick, you're not, whatever it is, life, you start seeing your life itself as a gift. You start valuing your life. You start valuing each event. And without saying positive, negative, this, whatever, or good or bad or sick or not, whether I'm sick or not, whatever I have each and every day, I say, thank you, God, you chose this for me today. Let me know how to deal with it. Just give me the strength to know how to deal with it in a positive way without affecting someone else, you know? So you trust as much as you can to, to, to be grateful for everything that God gives you each and every day. So that's it. Wow. <laughs> Beautiful. Beautiful. I mean, you gave us so much value and so much advice. So I usually like to wrap up the session with giving some kind of advice. Now you're a mom. And, and when you're a mom, there is always some kind of stress that we can, like you said, our brain is always looking for danger because it's made to protect us. So, oh, what if this happened? What if this happened? So a part of visualizing, right? And always trying to choose the positive thoughts and not think negative, not overthinking. What is something, maybe a technique that parents can do or what is the advice you would give to other parents and no matter what kind of struggle they're going through? Look, uh, anything new that we encounter, Nevana, uh, it's like, what, uh, it, it gets us out of our comfort zone fine so anything you're new to it try to find a circle for me in oh, after after finishing chemotherapy i studied uh, yoga and meditation uh, just to help cancer patients in their in their journey now i'm a mom i try to join a group a support group for moms because what you what you go through as a new mom oh my god nothing to compare with any experience in your life everything is uh, the, the pregnancy itself doesn't really prepare you enough to what, yeah. or you read or you see things on YouTube. It's, it does not prepare you to anything to what you really encounter. It's way, way too much. So 
it's great to have first a support group that you can open up that you can share never ever leave anything inside the more you leave things inside it's like you're pouring pouring in a, a in a cup that at one point you're gonna explode so my advice to each and every person it doesn't matter what you're going through find your tribe find your group uh, because sometimes if you cannot cope with it yourself there's no shame to, to raise your hand and say, guys, I need help. I don't know. And for me, I'm grateful to also have my husband, who has been also a great support in all what I'm going through. He's my not just my husband. He's my friend. I can open up and talk. But also, I try to find a new moms, for example, now, or moms who have gone through some of the experience because I'm it's always great to get to get opinions because and then choose what what serves you at one point yeah. so and uh the advice i would i would also give that um live in the moment live today remember that whatever we're creating is it's small and it's gonna grow. So try to enjoy all the ups and all the downs. And I hear many people complain on Instagram, like I, on you know social media, like I'm not sleeping, I'm deprived. I I always I always when I'm sharing something, I'm happily deprived out of, out of my sleep because sooner or later this phase is gonna be over. I'm happy to experience this. I'm happy to go through what other people are going through, so I can relate. Not everything. Oh, negative. This is my hair. My bad hair and my wrinkles you know i would wake up in the morning i barely sleep i put makeup so i can look good to myself and and even they tell you makeup has chemicals not good for your skin today is making me feel good i'm gonna have it <laughs> if coffee yeah. makes you feel good have yeah. coffee today. Yeah. It's <laughs> have a bite of chocolate have something that makes you feel happy today live today because this is all what we have this is all what i can say because we keep thinking of yesterday i didn't have a good sleep i didn't have that or tomorrow i have but enjoy you you have a beautiful you made a beautiful thing in front of you you made a beautiful being that you are there to help shape stop focusing on those things and concentrate on what you can shape today now because this is all what we have Beautiful, Lena. Wow. I don't have words enough to thank you for sharing <laughs> your story, inspiring me, inspiring the listeners, really. And I know that everybody listening will benefit so much. Um, and, you know, when we hear uh, someone's story, our problems always seem so big. But then when we see, hear a story like yours and you going through it and keeping the positive mindset, it really makes our problems like really small. And we're like, okay, I don't actually have any problems, right? So I think for parents, it's also so important to know that like you said, share your problems because others are going through it or they have much worse problems that's going to, you know, help you understand that it's not so big and it's not end of the world and you're going to survive and go through it and your children are going to be fine and healthy and happy. Thank you, Lena. Once again, we're going to wrap up this session, really. And I want to thank my listeners for always being here. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Make sure to subscribe. We're going to put a links to Lena and description, her social media, her website in the podcast description so you can connect with her, reach out, recommend and connect with other people who need similar support. And make sure to also share this episode, um, uh, subscribe to the podcast, download. Uh, and thank you once again, I'm sending you my love and thank you for listening.